Junior defensive lineman of Kennedy High School representing the class of 2022. Let's go, Crusaders. Hello, my name is Joshua Kuba Garcia, senior nose guard for the Kennedy Crusaders, representing the class of 21. Go, Crusaders. What's up, Chicago? I'm Joshua Tunstead Jr. at Kennedy High School, representing the class of 2022. Go, Crusaders. Hello, I'm Angelo Russo, junior quarterback for Kennedy High School, representing the class of 2022. Go, Kennedy. Hi, I'm Joseph Skabinski, receiver for Kennedy High School, and I'm representing class of 2023. I'm Jay Skade, junior wide receiver of the Kennedy High School football team, representing class of 2022. Go Kennedy! Hello, I'm Liam Murphy, senior running back of Kennedy High School, representing of the class of 2021. Go Kennedy! Hello, I'm Ethan Murphy, senior running back of Kennedy High School, representing the class of 2021. Go Crusaders! Hi, I'm Sean Heron, a senior, and my position is a special teams and defensive end. I'm representing Kennedy's class of 2021. Go Crusaders! Hello, I'm Christopher Gonzalez, an upcoming senior, O-line, D-line at Kennedy High School, class of 2021. Go Crusaders. Hello, I'm Arturo Lopez, senior, offensive lineman for Kennedy High School, representing the class of 2021. Go Crusaders. Hello, I'm Jacob Pulaga, I'm a junior. I play O-line. I'm representing the class of 2022. Go Crusaders. Hi, my name is Michael Daly. I am a sophomore at Kennedy High School. I play defensive end. I'm representing the class of 2023. Go Crusaders! My name is E. Martinez, class of 2023, quarterback for Kennedy Crusaders. My name is Miguel Ortiz, senior running back for John F. Kennedy, representing class of 2021. Hello, I'm Eloy Vasquez. I'm a junior. I'm an offensive guard for Kennedy High School, and I represent the class of 2022. Go Kennedy! My name is Tomas Palacios. I'm an upcoming junior. I play two-back at Kennedy High School, and I am representing the class of 2022. Go Kennedy. Hello, my name is Dominic Ruiz. I am a sophomore and a defensive end for Kennedy High School. I am representing for year 2023. Go Crusaders. Yo, Yukata, I'm a junior tight end of Kennedy football, and I'm representing class 2022. Go Kennedy. I'm Jacob Pacman Suarez. Sophomore, lineman for Kennedy High School, representing the class of 2023. Go Crusaders! Hi, my name is Evan Malarkey, class of 2022. I play running back and safety for Kennedy High School. Go Crusaders! Hello, my name is James Hatton IV. I am a senior at John F. Kennedy High School and I play tight end and middle linebacker. I am representing the class of 2021. Go Crusaders! Chicago! Steven Spoon Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding the area to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We have started our Chicago Public League High School Football Preview Series. It's being brought to you by our friends at David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items by clicking the David Solomon ad on the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. Football is back in effect thanks to the IHSA return to play guidelines, and teams are preparing to compete 
for a run at a conference, city, and state championship. We welcome this week from the Garfield Ridge neighborhood and the school named after the 35th president of the United States, the head football coach of John F. Kennedy High School. Mike Kennedy joins us along with his assistant coaches and some of the Crusader shining stars you just seen at the top of the show. Welcome everyone and thank you guys for joining us for our 2020 high school football preview series, coach. Thank you so much for having us on the show. We're excited to have a chance to showcase our team uh, this season. We're looking forward to it. We think we're going to be tough and we, uh, we're really grateful for this opportunity. Now coach, it's a ritual of ours to have every first time guest of the show share with us one of your most memorable high school sports moments, even as a player or a coach. And I'm sure the players would like to hear something they haven't heard before. Well, I'm pretty sure they don't want to hear about my accomplishments at the state golf tournament. That's probably not what they signed up for. So I would say that uh, Coach Urbanis and Coach Lopez and I, we coached a conference championship at our previous school. And looking back, that was a pretty cool accomplishment that we are really looking to replicate this season at Kennedy. Uh, it, was just a, it was just a cool experience. So that's something that I always look back on fondly. I also think about last year, we uh, won our homecoming game in a big way. And then of course, a couple of years ago, I got my first win as a head coach. That was fun too. Coach, for our listeners, how long have you been the head football coach at Kennedy High School? This is gonna be my third year coaching at Kennedy. Although I, I taught uh, and coached at a previous school, Gage Park High School, Coach Urbanis and Lopez and I, we all worked together there. I coached there for about 16 years. So I'm not exactly a rookie, but uh, I certainly came out of retirement after a long retirement to uh, start coaching a couple years ago. You're not alone. You're not the lone coach here with a bunch of these shining stars. We have two of your assistant coaches joining us right now. And I wanna give them an opportunity to introduce themselves who do we have here joining us from the Kennedy Crusader coaching staff? Uh, my name is Al Hermanis. Uh, I've been at Kennedy now for close to 15 years. Uh, been involved with coaching and football probably for a total of maybe 25 years total at this point. 20 at Gage and uh, this will be my fourth year coaching at Kennedy High School. Looking forward to having a, a great season with these guys. It's, it's, a, it's a fun group of kids. Very dedicated. It's nice to see uh, 30 plus kids out for conditioning in this hot weather that we're having right now in this crazy time that we're having outside. So it, it's just fantastic. Coach Lopez, uh, Coach Kremens asked me for a favor to come out of retirement. <laughs> Basically, it's been about 10 years since I last coached. I coached my son's team, but I was coaching with uh, Coach Hermanis and Coach Kremens at Gage Park High School. Um, yes. Um, we had uh, great teams over there, but the one thing they always remembered us at Gage Park is that we came out hitting and, and uh, Kremen said that we got a bunch of great kids here and I'm seeing it now firsthand that, you know, these kids are loyal, they're family-based, they're together, they're, uh, they're working hard, like, like Coach Amanda said with the weather that we've been having. Uh, I'm excited about this year, upcoming year, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that these kids are gonna exceed what they did from last year and it seems like every year that Kremens has been coaching the boys are getting better and better so I'm excited about this year and we are excited to have 
assistant coaches join us as well. And now it's time to meet our special guest of honor. Some of the shining stars representing Kennedy Crusader football. We have nine of them joining us right here today. I'm going to let these fellas introduce themselves, tell our people who you are and what positions you guys play on this Crusader football squad. Who's going to lead us off? Um, I'm Christopher Gonzalez, O-line, D-line of Kennedy Crusaders. And... Uh, we're looking forward to a really great season this year. We've got a lot of big shoes to fill from last year's seniors. And I know these seniors are ready for the chance and we're stepping up, hoping to make our name out there. Um, man, one thing I'm really excited about is coming in with these young people. Developing to become something really good, you know. You know, um, can't say much, all I have to say is that, you know, we got to show and improve it, how much we improve. I'm Ethan Murphy. I am I am an outside line, outside linebacker for Kenny High School, and I am excited to play with you guys again for our fi for our final year. Murphy, I am a senior running back for the Kennedy High School, and we are we are we are ready for this year. Uh, my name is Evan Malarkey. I'm a junior at Kennedy High School. Um, I'm a running back in safety, and I'm just looking forward towards the season. James Chapman the fourth. I play tight end and middle linebacker and can't wait to start back hitting. I'm Angelo Rochelle, junior quarterback of Kennedy High School. And um, last year we had a good team and I think this year we, we could be better. Joshua Puber Garcia, O-line D-line for Kennedy High School. And I'm here to make people pick a new sport. Sean Heron, I play the, the special teams and the defensive end, and I'm really excited to see what we can do this year because I saw like a glimpse of it last year. I'm excited to see what we can do at our full potential. And those are the shining stars representing for the Crusader football squad. We're glad to have you guys here. Coach, I want you to share with us, what's the type of culture that you're building there at Kennedy? We want Kennedy football team, our program, to be known as being a tough football team, for sure. Uh, we believe in playing tough defense, you know, giving our best effort 100%. Uh, you know, football, when you boil it all down, I don't really – plays are not as important to me as blocking and tackling and loving the physical nature of the sport. Uh, so that is what we really try to emphasize and I certainly want teams to know when they play us that they're going to have to be ready to, uh, you know, brawl it out in the, in, in the trenches. Uh, we're going to be tough. We're going to be physical. I don't think that's always been Kennedy's reputation, but it's something that we're really trying to uh, establish uh, the last few seasons. And Coach Hermanis, I want to find out from you, as you guys are helping build this culture as assistant coaches, how have these young men taken to what Coach Kremens just shared? It's been quite an interesting view and in, in things as they progress, just watching their ability to rise to occasions. You know, so we, we've started two seasons off kind of weak, and then we kind of have built up and got it going. Our mission this year is to get it going from, from the starting gun. It's nice to see that the boys that were there last year that know the foundation of what's going on to teach the new kids that are coming out. They're reaching out and they're not excluding the kids. They're actually helping the other kids out. So that's a reflection back on Coach Kremen's philosophy of helping each other out 
and being a family atmosphere that they have there in football. Man, I love that atmosphere. I love that culture. I love that philosophy. And it's a winning one that's going to build there at Kennedy. Let's take a look back at last season, which I want to remind our people who are watching this and listening to this, it was affected by a teacher's strike that the Crusaders had an overall record of three and four with a third place finish in the Public League Madison Street Conference with a record of three and two. Coach, what's your feelings when you think about last year and how this team came through? Last year was a really interesting year for us. The strike was a huge disappointment because as the season went on, uh, I don't think anybody from our fans to our opponents would, would begin to be able to doubt the fact that we were playing our best football. Uh, we started the season, uh, Mr. Ramsey, we were a very young team. We realized before our second game that for our second game, we started six freshmen and sophomores on offense and four freshmen and sophomores, four different ones on defense. And anybody who knows football, that's not really a formula for success in high school to start kids who are that young. But you know, for us, that was the reality. Uh, the good news is that looking back on it, I think it shows that we have a lot of young talent on our team and that bodes well for the future, this year and even next year and beyond. Uh, our team was playing so much better as the season went on. It was a colossal disappointment when we uh, were denied that last couple of games. Uh, I think this year with the returning and players and the experience we have, you know, we could have quite a bit more success even than we did last year. We're really looking forward to it. Now I want to find out from a few of the players, I want to find out what your thoughts were about last season and how your team performed before the teacher's strike hit. Who wants to tell me your feelings about it from a player's perspective? Uh, I'll speak on it. At the beginning of the season, uh, we started off kind of slow, kind of nervous, because we did have a lot of young talent and young people coming in. Um, so at first, it was kind of slow. But we got right back on the saddle mid-season, and we started pounding teams and just started developing a culture and developing more of a chemistry with the team itself that just helped us lead to more success. And it's, if we could have finished off, we could have maybe gone up a couple more places in the conference possibly. And I, and I believe you, Christopher. I think you guys would have came up a little bit better than what people expected. Now I want to ask this question of James and Joshua because I want to find out what's going to be different about the Crusaders football team this upcoming season. James, what's going to be different for you guys? What I think is going to be different is that we also, a lot of seniors, we have a lot of seniors that were valuable to us on our team and made big differences, but it's going to be interesting to see how new guys come up and fill those positions because they just have enough, enough talent and potential to do the same as them. So it will help us make our team better and challenge each other in practice and in games. Well, a lot with what Christopher said. Um, a lot of new prospects brings a lot of new problems. And I feel that after last year, we're way better equipped to get the, our new prospects uh, into the games and being successful and being effective. And I think we're ready to pick off the train right where it was last year at the end, which was really good. Now, Liam, Ethan, you guys can help me with this. 
I want to know what are some of the goals as a team will the Kennedy Crusaders look to accomplish this season? Oh, I'm looking forward to hang to to hang a banner in in our gym that that we run out of our conference. He said, "Just I just just so us just just so we can win conference and move up and move move up higher in the conference." Now, Coach Krim is given how the team finished last year. Now, in the new public in a new public league, the realignment. What do you know about the Illini Second City Conference that the Crusaders will be competing in this year? Yeah, I'm glad you asked about that because that's the big question that everybody should have about Kennedy. Um, you know, obviously being in the Illini, it's going to be a big test for us. We unfortunately did not win our conference last year. We had a couple bad breaks, just, you know, the ball bounced the wrong way. And we lost a couple games uh, that we could have won, but we did not win our conference. But we got moved up anyway. Uh, and I'm not sure why, but I like to think that somebody at CPS maybe sees our team as one that is showing improvement and is headed in the right direction. And at the end of the day, we're not going to ask why. We're just going to make the most of this opportunity. I think a lot of people maybe doubt that we can handle it. You know, Kennedy has been in the Green Conference or the Chicago Conference for probably a decade or two. Uh, and I think a lot of people sort of expect us to fall on our face a little bit here as we get moved up in the Illini, but I don't think we will. I think we've got a uh, solid team, and I think we're going to surprise people. I think we're going to turn their heads. I want to ask Coach Hermanis and Coach Lopez as assistant coaches, we don't have all the players here, but I want to find out from you guys, who are some of the players that are not present during our interview today that are going to play a big role for you guys moving forward as you move into this new conference? Oh, we've, we've got a few, quite a few juniors that uh, make a pretty strong core of this team. Um, even at the, you know, the corner, I don't know if you want me to throw names out there or not, uh, or exactly how deep you want me to go on that kind of answer. But, uh, you know, I can think of a few, kid, few kids like Joshua Tunstall, Jace Gade, you know, they're just going to be, I think, solid, full of heart kind of players for us that are going to really tear things apart. Uh, from what I've seen, it seems like not just necessarily naming a kid's name, um, you have sophomores and even a freshman that might be able to fill in the gap. That's the nice thing about this year that I'm noticing is that we have guys to back each other up. If somebody's down, I know that there will be another kid to pick them right, right back up and go right in there and fill that gap. That's what the nice core about what they got this, with this team this year. Yeah, I, I kind of agree there on that, Rich. Uh, I think the next man up could possibly be a good philosophy for this group. If I could jump back in, we tried last year, and I think Kennedy is a little unique in this regard. We have a pretty full roster. We don't have lots of players who play both ways. We've really made an effort to try to get as many uh, boys on the field as we can. Uh, so that really has helped us in many ways. We've developed depth. Uh, we have guys who are, we've got competition for positions on our team. Right now we've got a running back spot and I wish you could come to our practice. You would laugh when you see there's five or six or seven boys who are, they're hungry for that position. They want that four back position and we're going to have a lot of competition for it. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. If you don't mind, I would love to mention a couple boys real quick or a few on our offensive line, Marcus Figgins, Kuba, Kulawiak, Joseph Bobadilla. On our defensive line, D'Angelo Flores, Michael Daly, Elias Arroyo, 
you know, and then we've got guys, e Eloy and Gio and, and Arturo and Ian and Armando, Dominic, Isaac, you know, the list goes on. We got a lot of boys that we're expecting uh, big contributions from, so. And I want to know from the players, you guys have been away from your coaches and teams during the time of social distancing. How did you guys keep yourselves focused and ready to start playing football again? Sean? Big thing of it was like to not stop working. Like uh, I, throughout the distancing and all that, I was consistently trying to keep myself in shape for the season, like to get ready for it. Uh, I didn't play as much last year and I really want to get my play time up a lot this year. So I was making sure that I was in shape so that when we came back that I would be ready to get right at it. I think that's important, like really important. Just keep yourself in shape even in these times when you don't necessarily have to. One big thing for me is I wasn't really satisfied where we were as like our ranking and where we should have been. Um, I feel like we took some pretty hard losses, but you know, we bounced right back from them. But this year I'm just really trying to hang a banner and, you know, celebrate. Angelo, Miguel, if I'm an eighth grader and I'm not too far from Kennedy High School, what type of student athlete do I need to be in order to make, call myself a Kennedy Crusader football player? If you really want to be on this team, you know, you got to really stay on track. You know, it's not just for you, it's for everybody else. If you play a big role in the team, you got to make sure that, you know, you got good grades and, you know, you're staying eligible to play. Because, you know, if you don't, you know, there's always going to be someone behind you, but you don't want that. You want to stay hungry, you want to stay focused, and you don't want nothing, you know, no stress, no nothing, you know, ruining it on game day. But if you want to be, you know, a really good uh, teammate and a uh, good crusader, just stay on track, do your grades, you know, make sure you, you go on class on time, don't skip classes, you know, because it's the culture here, you know, and everybody's going to be on you about it, and that's just what it's going to take to be a crusader. The focus, you got to you gotta pay attention to school. You can, you don't pay attention to school, you can't play. Like, it's that's why a student athlete, you got to focus on being a student, and you go into athlete. That's where you you go work your butt off. You you want you want the coaches to see you that you're making improvements, and that's how I felt my freshman year. I try to get better and better, and here I am, still getting better. And to add on to that is like to be an athlete on the Crusaders team. It really doesn't take like there's not like a set thing like there's of you can come from all walks of life to join this team uh, as long as you it's more in the mental space than physical really because if you're like really out of shape when you join the team like as long as you keep that mental like commitment to the team you'll make it to a point where eventually you should be able to play like you can come from really any background and as as long as you have that mental like dexterity and you are committed to the team then you should be able to make a big impact on it and that's what I love about this team you guys had to deal with a lot of disruptions from last season as coach spoke about with the teacher strike and now with dealing with the pandemic. How have you guys helped lead your teammates through all of this and keep them positive about football? Throughout this time that we've been off, we try to keep each other motivated and we all in our group chats, of course, we kept each other motivated and to keep working hard make sure we're all staying in shape doing our daily, you know, push-up sets, our squats, our sit-ups, and uh, just that commitment to being a family more than a team uh, just kept us together and close. And um, just those little small get-togethers we would have to put in a little bit of work, you know, on the, on the offside, all that just helped us prepare and 
be ready to come in, hit the ground running. I was going to bring up how we like to link up with each other to go play football by ourselves without the coaches. We like to run our routes, uh, practice new techniques for things that we would like to get better at. And uh, that's one of the best experiences for me from this football team is that we're so close that we get to just go play football whenever, even with the coaches not around, we get to practice and we get to get better. And it's something that we want to do together as a family. Got to like that. That's got to be something fun that you can hear when your players take it upon themselves to move forward and, and to improve on their own. You got to like that as a coach. Absolutely. You know, football is a, it's a different kind of sport. And, uh, from my experience, teams that care about each other and like each other and spend time with each other off the field, that translates to better teamwork on the field. It translates, it's, it's a beautiful thing. We, we, the boys do care about each other. We have a really good uh, spirit around our program, for sure. I have all these players. I have nine players from the Crusader team joining us right now. I wanna know some fun facts about Crusader football. And I want to start by one of you telling me who has the coolest or best nickname on the team. I'll say Pac-Man. We have a teammate. And the thing about our team is no matter how big or small you are, you're still going to be loved the same. We still all put in the same effort and work as each other. So uh, Pac-Man, he came to practice with this shirt on. And ever, ever since then, we called him that, and he loved it. And it's just he, – he, he's a player on our team that keeps us together. And, like, it shows us how much we all bond with each other. The mask he brings to conditioning has a Pac-Man decal on it now. Now, who's the player better known as Pac-Man? His name is Jacob Suarez. He's a freshman. You know, he's, he's a little shorter than us, but, you know – yeah, we, we really care about him. Right, so Pac-Man, you win those honors, man. If you're watching and listening to this, salute and big hollers out to Pac-Man. Now, I want to find out as well, who would you guys vote as the coolest looking crusader in a football uniform? Who, who looks the best? Who got the swag on the team? 100%. No, 100% me. I can... <laughs> Hundred percent. That's who he can't is. even keep his helmet on. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right, so we got a lot of nominations on this Zoom chat. So coaches, I didn't say I looked the coolest. I just said it's not Evan or James. No, it's definitely <laughs> me. No, it's definitely me. You know, me and James, we like to argue. Black long sleeve. Evan, I wear black long sleeve all the time, and Evan just tried to steal it from me, and he started wearing it too. No. Me and James, we like to argue back and forth, but, you know, it's all love between us. Um, but I'm definitely – I definitely have the better style. Well, Coach, who's got better style, James or Evan? Or oh, Miguel. Miguel, you threw your name in there, right? That's a trap question. There's no chance I'm answering that question. No <laughs> chance. We'll find out one of these days. He knows all right. Well, I'm going to I'm I'm have to come out to a Crusader game and see for myself. And then we will call that one a push for now. <laughs> I want to know from you guys, what is it like playing for these coaches that coach you guys? Well, it was a big adjustment at first. You know, we had a coach, but unfortunately he left. Um, and then they took on the role as being our coaches. Um, you know, it was a whole different style of play. Um, you know, they were more run the ball, less pass. 
um, it was a lot to adjust to, but I mean, in the end, they're really good coaches. They really care for us, and that's all that matters. Yeah, as a transfer in, I did not know what to expect my because I had to sit out my sophomore year, and then junior year I came back and played football for them, and I expected more of a, I can say, up to date play style, but it's more back because we run the ball full a lot, really a lot, and. It's just something I had to get used to. And me, I play, well, tight end, too. So I also – I get past the ball, though. That's what I'm happy about. <laughs> Occasionally. Not all the time. Occasionally. Hey, Coach, I felt old just for listening to that. Thanks, James. You made, me, you made me feel like I'm a throwback from the past. Thanks, James. Who else wants to tell us how does it feel – playing for these coaches uh I could I could second on that with James being a transfer student it was a different thing coming into not knowing what to expect really um but it was very easy to adapt to because the coaches they made me feel welcome right away and they make everybody feel welcome because like they literally can name every kid on the team and their middle name and there's birthday all that it's, it's really close family that we have it just keeps – I feel like it just keeps people coming back. And it's been a wonderful time just being here with uh, these coaches and this team, recognizing, like, that real – that brotherhood, that that love, and good teammates. I started playing the same year Coach Kremens started coaching. And I knew who Coach Kremens was as a teacher before he started coaching us. And to be honest, I was super worried because he's, like, the nicest human being I've ever met. But at the same time, I don't think I've ever met a meaner, nice person in my life. This dude makes us want to play, that he makes us want to do work. He makes us want to go crazy on the football field. And I, I don't think I could have ever asked for a better coach, along with Hermanos and Lopez. Who else wants to chime in? Well, I mean, they're all, like, different coaches. Uh, coach Cummins, he's the nice one. Coach Hermanos, you know, he's more like he's laid back, but he'll get on you when necessary. Um, coach Lopez, he'll yell at you whenever he needs to. Um, and then our other coach, Coach Wankowski, he's like the strict one. But like he also jokes around with us because he's one of the younger coaches. But it's just really fun to be around them and have a good time with them. I mean, if I have to really like add it all together, it's just perfectly balanced. You know, we just got a little bit of everything. So it just works out pretty good at the end. Coach, I really want to ask you, you know, your players seem to just have gravitated and understood not only the culture that you're building, but what do these words of, of respect for you and this coaching staff mean? It means everything. It's really nice to hear that from the players. I do, uh, you know, try really hard to connect with them and to build a culture where we care about each other and we support each other. I hope that beyond just success playing football, that we are establishing friendships that will last, you know, uh, the rest of our lives, and, I, and I'm very confident that we are. It's a, uh, it's really, I'm very touched by what they said. That was very kind of them. Commanders, Coach Lopez, how do those words feel for you guys? It motivates you to keep doing stuff. Um, and they also know they have to see us again, so it's not like they can say they're, they're truly <laughs> on some stuff. <laughs> but I do appreciate the words. Class act on the boys because, uh, it just shows that, you know, that that's the reason we're out there for them, you know, to help them create this uh, atmosphere that we have on the football field. And it's nice to hear stories 
from Coach Kremens of players from 15, 20 years ago that he's still in contact with because the relationship he has built on the field that continues out, outside the field. And like I said, with all these kids, I guarantee you 10, 15 years from now, Coach Kremens is going to have a good, great relationship with these kids. How would one of you describe Kennedy Crusader football? According yeah, to all of our coaches. coaches. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, we're not, not the type of passers. So when we run the ball, Coach Cummins usually likes to say we're brawlers. So that's really stuck with us. That's like the nickname that. we left out. <laughs> I like that. Brawlers. I want to give each of you, and let's start with you, Christopher, as players. What would you want to tell me as a senior? does it mean to come off of this quarantine and play football again? Have you gained a new respect for the game? I've gained a new admiration and respect for the game, being that throughout my whole life, it's just helped with so much, whether it be stress or anything, you know, just hit the field and the rest of the world just takes care of itself after, I guess. So it's been real nice to be able to get back out there and just work our butts off and try to improve and become better. Love for the game grew, grew much more and that it just helps that our chemistry that we have with the team is so good that you want to be out there. Like, it's just our choice and that it, it's better for us. I gained so much and it just, with all of our problems that that is going on with our lives, that I go on the field, nothing matters besides besides that game right now, right there and there, you know. I appreciate the game, but I appreciate my brothers way more because we're all at a very high risk right now. No matter how many safety precautions we take, we still go home. We still have lives outside of this. And we all are here because we've chosen to take that risk because this is something that we truly love. And my, my, biggest, my biggest thanks are to Liam and Ethan Murphy because they've been pushing me since I was like 13 to play football and they just never shut up about it. And I gave it a chance. And this is honestly the greatest sport I've ever played in my life. Thing for me was the fact that it like gives us the sense of normalcy, even though we have to adhere to like these guidelines, it still makes it feel like maybe there's like, it's not so crazy since this is what we were doing last year. And it just lets us come back to this. And it's just like takes our mind off of everything that's going on. And that's definitely something that I, respect and love about it now that I didn't before. I got to go back to what Puber said. I got to shout out to Liam and Ethan. You know, these guys are like, you know, they brought me out. They told me, hey, you should join the team. You should join the team. It's going to be good. You know, it's going to it's gonna have a big turn on your life. And it really did, you know, and I appreciate them a lot for that, you know. It's not just a game anymore. It's, it's about love because, you know, we go out, we play, you know, we do seven on sevens, you know. It's never been a, you know, we, we get this and nothing, you know, we hit up each other, you know, and I'm, I'm always going to appreciate that and them you know, the whole team for who what we become. Playing football since I was eight for the Chicago Blitz. And then I grew up and I got to high school and I still got friends that go to different types of high schools and we all come together. We compete with each other. And it's like, I know I have friends. I'm me here. I'm going to meet here too. I met here that I'm going to have for a long time. So it makes me appreciate that I'm able to play my last season as a high school student. I feel like when I get on that field, it's just a, a different life. I don't have to focus on what's happening in the real world, get get a break from family, all this drama happening, and it's just something to feel good about.
you know, we were locked in the house for a very long time. And just to see everyone come out together and, you know, have the same goal and try to, you know, do the same thing. It's just, you love to see it. Uh, we, you know, we really want the banner. So, I mean, we're going to work together. We're going to do everything we can. You know, we might argue sometimes like me and James, but, you know, we'll always get through them and we'll just see where everything goes. Now, I, I want Ethan and Liam, how to hearing how your brothers appreciate you guys in doing that, how does that make you feel, Liam and Ethan? I, I can say that it it opens my heart up 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 for them because I I appreciate that they uh they acknowledge us as the ones that made them come out. And it makes me feel good because it shows that it shows that us it shows us that one game can make all of us come together and become brothers. Now, Coach Crimmins, with high school sports reopening in phases uh, across the state, how difficult has it been to adjust to the new guidelines in evaluating your players and game planning for that first game? It's a big challenge uh, for us. Uh, I'm very fortunate that the coaches that, that I have, you know, Coach Hermanis and Coach Lopez, Coach Bunkowski, we haven't talked about him, but he's a, all three of them, they've been a big help. Coach Hermanis and Coach Lopez, especially with the COVID regulations, have done a great job of establishing a routine where we check the, the players in, they have a list of questions they answer, we take their temperatures, all those kinds of things. Uh, you know, it's difficult. But, you know, our, our, one of our mottos, I mean, our goal is to hang a banner. I've heard that a few times. That's been nice to hear. But I think one of the themes that I've tried to put to the team is no excuses. You know, this is just another obstacle that we're going to, you know, we're going to find a way over or around or under. We're going to take this challenge on and we're going to follow the guidelines the best we can and, uh, you know, do our best as we go through it. Uh, we're getting a better hang of it at practice each day. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying to make lemonade out of lemons, I guess, right? It's, it's, it is what it is, and we're going to make the best of it. We're not going to use it as an excuse. Coach Crimmins, I want to get you and Coach Lopez's insight on something that we've been asking other coaches that have joined us on the preview. Coach Herman has had the lead, so we definitely thank him for his appearance on the show. I want to ask you guys about the annual Chicago Prep Bowl Football Classic. What do you feel should be done with this annual football game against the Chicago public and Catholic leagues? Coach Lopez, he's a Catholic league guy, so he should have a good answer for this. Yeah, I, I think that what CPS or even, I don't know, the Catholic schools, they got away from that big rivalry that we used to have um, with the CPS and Catholic school. I mean, they water it down. They, they used to play at Soldier Field. And then they moved it to, I think it was NIU or maybe you in Gately Stadium. And they've gotten away of that prestige of being the champions for CPS and then going to play a Catholic school that got knocked out of the state playoffs. But there's still a rivalry there between the Catholic school and the public school. They need to bring that back, I think. I think they need to bring it back. I think they need to establish that that's something that people look forward to and stuff like that. Fellas Crimmins. What words of encouragement do you have for Crusaders fans? Uh, you know, 
I'm glad you asked that. We definitely are grateful to all the Crusader fans. If you could go to the CPS games, I'm sure you've been to a bunch. Often there aren't lots of fans in the stadium, to be honest. That is not true of Kennedy football. We have lots of fans that come out and support our team from parents and siblings, teachers, the students. It's absolutely amazing. The cheerleaders, I mean, it's, it's a... It's a really cool community event often. Uh, last year at our homecoming game, I was coaching. I didn't pay attention. When I turned around and realized how many fans were out there, it was really, really, you know, kind of took my breath away. It was very cool. Uh, so I just want to express my gratitude and say thank you to them. Uh, you know, they got organized last year when we had a chance to be on the high school game of the week. I think Kennedy ended up with, I don't know, it was some crazy 7,000 votes online or something. You know, they got the word out there and the uh, Crusader fans got us that honor. We got to be on in our game against Sullivan at the end of the year. So we're very lucky. And then there's just parents, moms, especially who have who have supported our team by providing snacks after the game. They had a party at the end of the season. Uh, I'm very fortunate and I'm very grateful. So they're, they're, they're a big help for sure. Now I want to give all of you starting with coach Crimmins and coach Lopez uh, opportunity since we've been in this uh, social distancing uh, pandemic uh, opportunity, as we say on the show to give big hollers out to your family and friends that have supported you guys in Crusader football. Coach Crimmins, starting with you and then Coach Lopez, who would you like to give big hollers out to that you might have not been able to connect with as often as you would? My stepdad, who taught me a love of football, uh, I will never be uh, grateful enough to him for that. He uh, raised me, he's my dad, and he, uh, he made me love football. So he's come to a couple of our games and I think he's enjoyed that. But maybe that's somebody I would, uh, would say that to. My wife obviously is very kind because coaching football is a, uh, is a big commitment. And during the season, I'm very preoccupied and spend lots of time uh, in addition to being a teacher, coaching. So I'm grateful to her for not, uh, for understanding and uh, uh, you know being supportive, so. Yeah, I have to be the same, but probably my wife because it's time consuming that you're away from your family. My son, who's uh, 22 years old right now, he's in college, so I don't see him that often as it is. He's being his own young man. So it's basically my wife, and then I have to throw my dogs in there too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> my dogs, so uh, during this time. So. But that's it. <laughs> my parents who just keep me motivated and working, and all my coaches and my brothers out there, and also some of my old, uh, Friends that I know that we used to get work in, shout out to them. Haven't seen them in a minute. I say uh, Mario Silva for helping us get our jerseys on time and booking the buses for us to go to our games and et cetera. He's a big help to the team. He's like also our athletic director. So. Obviously my parents, you know, they understand with everything going on. They still let me go out. They still let me see everyone, you know, with the protocols, of course. But, you know, big shout out to them for letting me be able to do what I love and do it consistently. And my brothers on the team for keep on pushing me. Said, but my, my parents and especially my dad because he introduced me into the game of football. Yeah, shout out to my parents, especially my stepdad. Um, he's He's been teaching me since I was like five years old to play football and especially quarterback. He's always giving me tips and I'm still winning to this day. 
Michigan. Yeah, my parents, uh, my dad comes all the way out from down southern Illinois. From He has a farm down there and he comes up here to watch the games a lot of the time. So I gotta appreciate that. Biggest shout out I could to the Murphys, but besides them, uh, my mom keeps me motivated. My dad's got me into football. Uh, he, he really sparked my interest in watching football and learning the game. Uh, my little brother, you know, he motivates me to get the hell out of the house. Um, and yeah, my brothers, my football brothers, they, they really motivate me. All the parents that came out and supported us, you know, every day, every, every, well, the Friday, Saturdays, you know, we had our games. Appreciate them so much. You know, when we go out there and I see them cheering for us, you know, I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Even when it's cold, rainy, they're still out there. So holla, holla. Love y'all. Coach Clemens, we again want to acknowledge Coach Hermanis, who had to leave early. We definitely want to give him a big holler for appearing on the show. Coach Mike Cremins, we hope to get an opportunity to see you and the Kennedy Crusaders football team compete this year. Much success to you guys preparing for the high school football 2020 season. And thank you guys for just joining us for our H2S2 Chicago Public League football preview series on the High School Holler Sports Show. Thank you so much again for featuring our team. We really appreciate it. High School Holla.